Initiating update. Three, two, one, go. Hey everyone, and welcome to the Nerd On Update, the show that's weekly. We go over some questions that are yours, and we go over some news. Let's start with some news. I thought you were going to get the worst I've ever heard in my life. Which is us. How you guys doing? It? How you guys doing? <laughs> How are we doing? We're some doing news? good. Yeah, yeah, doing good. What's I'll go good? first. Yeah, mine's, go first. Uh, mine's pretty easy. Uh, Paper Mario, the Origami <gasps> King, is coming to Sorry. the Switch. I'm a big fan of this series. Uh, I have replayed the original. Multiple times, including at the end of this last year, I played the 64 version of Thousand Year Door. Uh, this looks to be like a shakeup uh, with some elements staying true to the original in Thousand Year Door, which made those games so special. Mm-hmm. Um, in this version, you are Mario. Once again, you are rescuing Peach once again. But this time she has been uh, basically like brainwashed by this origami guy named King Ollie. And you team up with his sister, Olivia to try to reclaim the castle and save Princess Peach. Nice. Uh, it looks like it's going to be a lot of fun. There's a lot of um, 3D me- mechanics coming into it through the videos. It looks like there's going to be some spin wheels to line up your enemies in the correct way. Uh, you also have, I think it's called the Thousandfold Arms, which is mm. this ability where it'll allow you to manipulate the environment in certain ways. It looks like it's going to be a blast. <laughs> yeah. uh, it is coming out July 17th. Uh, and I believe you can pre-order it now on the Switch. And so I will be so doing excited. that immediately. I'm I, so excited for it. I want to bring up something about Nintendo. And it, it talks about one of my favorite tweets that I've ever seen. And someone listed all of the PlayStation exclusive <laughs> games. God of War, Spider-Man, Uncharted, mm-hmm. uh, all these other ones. And in a matter of six weeks, Animal Crossing had more sales than all of them combined. <laughs> and like they said, Nintendo is the king of like making a bunch of fucking random games. And then out of nowhere, sending one big one and just destroys the economy. <laughs> this one's like, going to, this is going to be huge. Uh, this is huge. This game, there's some gameplay uh, trailers out there. There's a, uh, a wonderful, uh, this Japanese trailer out there actually, which shows you how you meet one of your companions, which is a bomb. And uh, I'm very, I'm very, bomb, very bomb. excited. Bomb. That sounds bomb. Mm-hmm. Uh, so next, cute. speaking of God of War, ah. um, <gasps> you know, one edge that those games might have over Nintendo games is going to be graphics and graphical oh. fidelity. And we got some news uh, 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 in that sense this week with the announcement and demonstration of Unreal Engine 5 by Epic. Oh, um, they are, of course, creators of games like Fortnite that you might uh, be familiar with, Unreal T- Tournament, all those good games. But of course, they also are, they have created the essentially the de facto game engine that's used fairly widely in the industry, Unreal mm-hmm. Engine 4, which is currently on. So we're getting a preview of Unreal Engine 5, some might say, yes, uh, where essentially the big thing with this is that it's able to handle polygons at a just a ridiculous scale to the point where they can have movies like movie ready CG quality graphics inside of a game running in real time, running on a PS5. Mm, it's beautiful. It's pretty incredible. Stupid. Um, we'll still, we'll, we're still waiting to see so what stupid. the uh, like development implications this really brings because there's there's the what's possible and there's the what's practical. Right. So and you've already seen uh, there's already a couple of tweets around, you know, this some of the technology that goes into this and being like, well, is this really practical? So oh, yeah, a lot I of it, it still remains to be seen. By an E3 trailer or two. Yeah, that's fair. Where it says this is in-game yeah. graphics. Then it gets to us. I'm like, yeah. where's all the like, detail? It, it, Looking it at you, Legend of Zelda. 
there's the there's the in engine and then there's the in game graphics and then there's the well, yeah, in game. But we decided to scale back because it's not realistic. Yeah. So there's that layer too. Exactly. You know, grain of salt. Uh, and baby, we do, and salt. next gen is such uncharted. Like we have no idea what yeah. to really expect coming yeah. out of there, you know, except for you know, that's one thing we won't we, we won't be getting is uncharted. Uh, but yet. Um, <laughs> but yeah, there's some pretty cool tech, though. I don't want to I don't want to, um, you know, dismiss the achievement that Epic has done with this. Um, that's, that's, Looks stunning. Go see the trailer or the demonstration if you haven't already. Low it's, key, the game they demoed or the the war of the world they demoed it looks was. like a dope yeah. game. It did. <laughs> I, was like, I would it totally did. play I'm that like, game. I would play this game. Develop it, please. Yes. <laughs> Anthem. Uh, no, so kidding. it's actually it it's, it's exciting. You know, in this in this world where we're like PC master race, I've got my you know 8K, you know 160 thousand frames per second on my monitor. But it's like okay, calm down. Let's let's you know what can, what can when you you know. Consoles can bring it basically now on that PC front, and you can and you might see some some games that might look better than their counterparts on PC because of some of this tech. I know one game mm. that does already. That's uh, Batman Arkham Knight because that doesn't have a PC mm. game. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Well, Tom, so we should see this around uh, twenty point to Tom. Twenty twenty one is when we'll see the the uh, engine out, and okay. then it'll be time from then to when you'll see actual games. Nice. I'm telling you that not next gen, but the gen after that, this everything's going to be mocap, and they're going to be like, all right, let's just add a little bit, you know, like a little bit of video. Basically, I mean, <laughs> they're it. already kind of doing the reverse with uh, shows like The Mandalorian, where they're bringing the, you know, the mm. in-game graphics have gotten so good that they can stand in for the show graphics. Yeah. Um. Okay. All right. Okay, I, okay. I feel like the timing is right because we're talking about a new game, and we're talking about updated engines. So I gotta bring up Tony Hawk. Pro Skater. The games are coming back. They're getting remastered. It's coming out September 4th. I'm really excited. I played the crap out of those games. Which ones? Pro 1. Like uh, Tony Hawk Pro Skater 1. That was like, I spent. Which ones are coming back? Oh, 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 it's 1 and 2. Here we go. 1 and 2 are coming back. It's Vicarious Visions. Uh, Let me double check. They, they, They worked on like the Crash remaster and. Nice. The way they that they talk Destiny. about doing remasters makes me excited because they're like uh, the way they worded it was like we we have to there's a balance of like what boundaries can we push and what do we have to keep sacred and knowing mm-hmm. that they're like trying to toe that line to make sure that you feel all the good fuzzy warm nostalgia bits but also give you more than what the original was like that's what a remaster of an old game they should came in, be. There's I a have cool, to give a shout out. Go ahead, go ahead. Ollie. Oh, I was going to say Vicarious Vision, just a real quick shout out. They worked on a couple of Destiny expansions and like oh. what you say is true. Like you would never know that somebody else was involved, but there is still a very like distinct charm and, a, you know, a warmth to it. There, yeah. There's a, there's there's a really work. cool um, YouTube documentary that uh, goes through the entire Prony, uh, Prony, Tony Hawk Prony. Uh, Pro <laughs> Skater um, like game timeline. And it talks about like how the fans really wanted like. We want better graphics. And then it got to the point where the graphics got so good, but they didn't have the same charm as the old games. And like what really the whatever like revolutionized it, like Corey and Josh have talked about it so much, the music and mm-hmm. the music and oh, the artists yeah. that they have involved playing while you're skating was just such a vibe. And if anything, it helped proliferate, you know, that whole movement, you know, during that time of like, you know, Spencer's and Hot Topic oh and all God. that kind of craze. It encapsulates um, that feels so much. Where I look like it looks like this remake definitely like it has great, you know, wonderful visuals. And, you know, it's going to come to ta- to see if like if it's going to be about like 
how does the f- game feel play? You know, yeah. so well, it's because music feel? can't have bad graphics over time. Play. Like music is music, and this can yeah. immediately bring you back to where you were when you were when you playing that first. And they have John confirmed Gee, <laughs> that, that all of the original cast is coming back, and they're stoked about it. Um, the music, they're not quite as sure on. We they don't know how have many of the original finger. songs that are going to be in there. Superman. Um, they, they gotta have Superman, but they did say the, that we've got the vast majority. So that's that's okay. Well, music loss. I'm just saying, don't if Goldfinger turns down an opportunity for money, I don't think they understand where they I stand don't. in pop uh, yeah, culture. I, right I, I think most of them probably will. Um, or they're going like, no, we're done. That we was our time. Make enough. You know, you, you <laughs> so never yeah, know. Okay. You never know, man. I I'm stoked though because like the so the more you play. You you unlock pieces of skate parks and you can like create your own skate park, but then you can also share those online. And there's like mm. multiplayer stuff and mm. like many an hour all, I spent. I'm so ready on Tony Hawk Pro Skater two or four. I don't remember which one it was where you could create your own parks. Yeah, I did a lot I of spent the hours and hours and hours. I did a lot of the underground game, so I came in late in the game. So oh, now nice. this is giving me a really good sense of like, okay, now I get to come back. But I've heard if y'all nothing. want to play sometime. My Nintendo 64 is right here, and I have one and two. I could totally so come over during this time, right? I wish that I could. No, I wanted this is We'll over. have a six okay. feet apart. We'll do a stream. We'll do a stream. Oh, no, six Josh. Feet apart. As soon as we can be in the same room together, six we'll feet apart won't version. be a thing. Oh, Hashtag yeah, yeah. six feet apart. Uh, just so you guys know, it, this is going to be for PS4, Xbox One, and PC on September 4th via the Epic Game Store. So for some reason, I thought you said it will be on Nintendo 64, and I was like, yeah. Really? Yo, they really? upgraded the graphics. <laughs> hey, I would buy it. If they had a cartridge that came along with it, I'd be like, give me that though. Um, I'll I'll go next and then so Josh will uh end the end the news segment. Um so mine is going to be um by the time this came out, baby. Uh let me tell you some baby. Let me let me tell you real slow. So CW, you know I'm ta- you know I'm talking about CW the where they have all the superhero shows for low budgets and all that stuff. They acquired the rights to Swamp Thing, and let me tell you a story, DC Bah, <laughs> which has, I'm wearing shorts right now, so my pants can't get tight anymore, because you know what? It wouldn't last. It, it would destroy my pants. Thomas like, switched um, to elastic pants, and so it's a smart move. It, it's Edward Norton <laughs> in, in The Incredible Hulk, stretchy. Um, but uh, let me tell you a story. If, if you don't know what it is, it's a CBS show on their streamer. Um, the showrunner is Kevin Williamson, who um, helped showrun Vampire Diaries. Tom's, oh, no. And Tom's so Jana. let me tell you a story. Got, got Dana. Shout out to my wife, Dana. Got her hooked on that show. Oh, it's oh, oh. Anyways, uh, but also he helped, um, I think he produced Scream. And the reason why he wanted to make Scream was because he liked the idea of like, the comedy meets the the horror and you're playing on the tropes and you're really having this conversation. Shut what he King really King. wanted to go with Vampire Diaries was talking about the magic in the town, not really the the twilighty romance stuff. That was all Julie Plack. But I was going to say, because it's there. Yeah, but, <laughs> and so that's coming to CW, which I'm really excited because he brought, like Kevin Williamson brought all like the alumni from all the Vampire Diary worlds, which I'm like, yo, bring that back because I missed that shit. Didn't, but also, I thought the, I read the that. Big, the big crown jewel, huh? Oh, I was going to say, I thought I read that he said that a season two of the one that already went is not mm-hmm. out of the question. It's not off the table. I hope not, because that was a great show. That's, that's fine. It uh, was unfortunate because uh, it's a great show. Only The only reason it got canceled was uh, logistics. We're talking about Swamp mm-hmm. Thing? Yeah. 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 Um, with Swamp Thing, yeah. Nothing the crown, else. The crown jewel, baby. This is the one that like, yo, 
if DC fans were like on DC Universe day one, we're like, yo, Swamp Thing. I like like the idea. Can we bring Matt Ryan back? Yo, the idea now that like Swampy's got a home now, I'm like excited about. And like the way that they're they've been teasing stuff, Greg Berlanti, Mark Guggenheim, all, like an HBO Max has been going about things. Like, there's almost no like the you don't know because spoilers, everyone. The the crossover event went cross network. And yeah. uh, was like, yo, there's nothing they're not willing to do. They brought in like Burt Ward. They brought in like um, Brandon Routes. Yeah. Huh? Yeah, Ezra they brought Miller. in Ezra Miller. So it's like. From the movies. D- DC's like, no, we're not separating. It's like, we're going to just, all of it, all of it lives. If you want to entitle it. And like how they brought <laughs> Matt uh, Matt Ryan into uh, Legends of Tomorrow. Yeah. And like doing a little shade to NBC. Like, yo, bringing it into CW. Like, you know, like I'm a little sad that it won't have the same budget as like what the DC Universe show had. But I'm just glad that this iteration of Swamp Thing gets to live. And it possibly can make appearances in the HBO Max show for Justice I mean, they'll Justice get to League keep Dark. the suit, I'm assuming, which was a, an amazing feat of... Of uh, costuming. There's a lot of amazing feats in terms of like the physical suits, especially mm. if you got to the C- series finale and you're yeah. like, mm. well, even in the first, not to spoil anything, but there's where pieces of him come off. Uh, it's oh amazing. Oh my mm. God. Anyways. Yeah. Tom's so I'm it. super excited about that. Just, Everyone join me. Join Tom me. Him. Dude, you know me. If yeah. Swamp Thing gets his foot in the door, that means Constantine is right behind because they are intertwined Yo, for life. I, it'd be great oh. if like I Matt Ryan wants to do it, y'all. Let it'd be great. It. It'd be great if Ju- Justice League Dark was kind of like you know a better version of Defenders, where it was yes. like this. It's just what like we're gonna yeah. bring in Matt Ryan, we're gonna bring in you know all the people from Swamp Thing, and we're gonna have this like amalgamation crew for the Justice League Dark series, and then they all branch off through their own shows, and they come back to the Justice League Dark show, and they come and they do their own shows. I want to get Bill Burr as Dead Man. <laughs> 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 that was Boston brand. Yeah. I mean, it's funny because BB, BB. So I was like, wow, yeah. I guess. But it'd be great. And, and just he's from Boston. His, yeah, have his accent. <laughs> BB is yeah, the BB from B. Anyway, sorry. Yeah. Um, but that's it. That's my news. Um, for the last piece of news, we have a little bit of nerd on news. That's very, very <gasps> exciting oh. to announce. Yeah, uh, I found a comic outside. Huh? I said, yeah, nerd on news. I found a comic outside today. You did. Uh, did. And it just happened to be a comic that we're going to be covering in the near future. I know. I was very excited. Well, that was my news. So the next part of the... No. (laughs) Oh, my God. Yeah. So we've done a lot of thinking, a lot of asking, a lot of existential pondering. Crisis. And... uh, Oh, yeah. Where did I come from? Not you, Caitlin. Oh, okay. The nerd on update will have a new day starting next week. Episode 55 will be on Tuesdays. Only yeah, episode we're a year 55. Old After now. that, we're going to... No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> what? This show's a year old now. I feel like we, we need to yeah. you know wake up early, get our shit done in the beginning of the week so that we can have the weekend. Yeah. We're getting smarter. Yeah. yeah. I, and I yeah. promise you, everyone, it's not going to be like Spider-Man's brand new day, which was complete hot garbage. So oh, um, it's going to be fuck. the same thing that you love and on just a different time. Yeah. Uh, earlier in the week. More earlier be- is better. Yeah. So our mm-hmm. news isn't be more better. So closer old. to recording. Do <laughs> <laughs> um, those questions. Yes, let's get into the questions. Wait, when does so, that start? Uh, that starts Just one more time, on drill May twenty sixth, which will yeah. be episode number fifty five. Nice. May twenty sixth. May twenty sixth. May twenty sixth. Sounds good. Is right. May twenty sixth? May twenty sixth. I think he stole his May twenty sixth. Remember May twenty sixth, Ember. Yeah, actually, that's right. May twenty sixth of May twenty sixth. Yeah, whatever. May twenty sixth. 
So the next part of our show is in which we answer questions that you send us. And if you would like to submit those questions, you can submit them to nerdon.io backslash questions. People have already started using that form, which is fantastic. You can also send them to... Oh, uh, you can send them to the email, the internet email, nerdon.tv. Got questions He's at nerdon.tv. There are many ways. There's also you can get on our Discord. There's a server, a channel in there that you can submit your questions. But you can ask questions that could be anything. Like Jeremy M asks, if you were a mad scientist or Bond type villain, what would your plan for world domination or destruction be? a really good question I go, can, can i, I go? start a podcast I, tom so, yeah you, you go first um, <laughs> uh, oh nothing go ahead um what i would do um tell me if this sounds familiar i would um use all the country's influences i have around me um, with all the amounts of money that i have to rig as many elections as possible and put myself at a um a powerful political standpoint but this is the deal um because I am me. I'm very evil, but I'm also very good. Good, kind-hearted. And this is a weird thing. This will be a weird thing. Humble. What I would do, I would then control all the pharmaceutical companies in the world and develop a drug that's from my company and make sure everyone by law has to take it. But in these drugs, there's a little nanite. And the nanite like goes to your brain and it activates after I die. And once I die, though, Everyone never, ever tries to, like, have a world leader anymore. And so huh. my ultimate rule, my, my evil Bond villain like plot equilibrium. is to destroy all of establishment. All will and establishment. <laughs> Everyone, like, will be like, cool, this is, like, Tom the Great fucking Willful leader, anarchy. dude. But then once kinsman. I die, everyone will remember it and be like, this was tyranny. This was despotism. This was a dictatorship. And it was garbage. And then a whole new world revolution starts. Yeah. Hmm. Um... That's really good, actually. It's the bond. It's the bond. <laughs> I'm going to join Tom uh, on his plan. Storyline of having too much tequila on a on a spring break weekend. <laughs> Is that your version of what I said? <laughs> Mine would be to create a program that people willingly use, give me their information, habits, um, Tastes, preferences, who they Shopping, know, sexual, where they fantasies. live, what they look up, where they are at all times. Um, I would disguise it as a interactive social network mm. um, that you could connect with your friends. And I would gather enough information oh, and okay. start targeting Facebook. people. <laughs> I didn't say that. Uh, start targeting ads at people Book to the make face, them yeah. buy the things I want. I'd, and I'd, I'd operate from the shadows. Yeah, I would hide certain would like political posts and push other ones to the top to make sure that they fit my agenda, uh, keep my platform safe, all the while making billions and billions of dollars. <laughs> I thought uh, you were going to say you would replicate all humanity in the data that you found. But Corey, there can never exist such evil. I know, I know. Corey I know. Zuckerberg. I would call wow, it... Wow, Kalen. <laughs> I would call it Butt Magazine, and it would... No, no, no. Corey. That would sell out. The butt magazine. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's it. Um, anyway, that's my evil plan. And then the ex-CEO of Spotify would help you. <laughs> I'd create it with a friend, and then I'd cut him out, and yeah. he'd look a lot like Andrew Garfield. 
Huh. Pro- so is Tobey Maguire. <laughs> mm-hmm. Social network. <laughs> it doesn't, it doesn't uh, right. flow as much. Did you butt mag me? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you did you poke my butt? <laughs> I'm all about that poking. We're taking you know a turn saying? here. Uh, yeah. Two anyway, finger pokes all the time. I don't really have a plan. Yeah. Just really just. Um, it's Facebook. Because you're a good be a guy all the time, Josh. Huh? You're a good guy all the time. You are yeah. literally. You That's are the Superman con. in Josh's the sense of like. You are, you are Boy Scout. Is to pitch the idea of six feet of parties and get everyone <laughs> infected with COVID-19. Yeah. Guys, guys, it's okay. As long as we're six feet apart we can have a six feet of party and as long as you don't fucking sneeze at all yeah, too because you know it doesn't shoot con. 60 miles per hour yeah anyway mm-hmm. i don't i think I, that's it i don't have a plan i just caitlin kill him with kindness I, here's the thing i think josh's plan is to mix these podcasts and if you play them backwards they mm-hmm. reveal messages Corey, <laughs> you're not no. supposed to tell I mean, I'm going to say this in my in my head canon of what Josh is, you'd be a little Superman, right? He would somehow develop super strength and be a good ass dude and be heroic. And then some asshole who's like me, smart as fuck, would make him like accidentally kill someone he actually loves. And then he'd kill me and he'd become this despot tyrant, like tyrant, like in the Injustice universe in in D.C. So, Hmm. Caitlin, what he said, Ali, Um, I would uh, develop a. Social network. A, a special, a special <laughs> An orb that goes to the planet and gives people. Screw you, Tom. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. I was going to build up to it. Oh, my God. Was <laughs> that really going to be And then a it? ball of flame around the earth. But it produces but oxygen. It produces oxygen. So everyone has to be field. nice to me. Otherwise, I'll light them on oh, fire. Oh, no. <laughs> and then everyone would have power. And then I would be able to suck their power. The and thing, then my right? son. Would have this I didn't sword. think this through, guys. <laughs> I didn't think this through. I've been and this dragon would grant wishes. Com- I've been thwarted by common podcasters. <laughs> Podcast, oh, no. my only weakness. How did you know? <laughs> no. Caitlin? Caitlin? Uh, <laughs> I'd be a pretty terrible villain, truth be told. Can confirm. Or I'd be a great one. I feel <laughs> like this too. is like, the, you know how like Ali... Is this yeah, la- it's last episode? Really like, he he um he went through like which 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 uh, Voltron pilot we were, and then Corey was like, "What kind of animal Corey we all is were?" Not even I, he's like near the ground right now. <laughs> That's just so funny to me. I could come I'd up with plans, or I'd be I think, great. I could come up with plans, but I think all of you say? would do. Who could who could say? Oh man, uh, I'd probably or I'd I might probably, be mediocre. No, I, I know I could be I, right in the I, middle of the road. Who Kaylin, you don't know until it's happening. Kaylin, oh, do you mind not. if I if I try to project one onto you? You can project, and then I can actually Man, answer. Jack, go, for you mean? go for it. Yeah, yeah. This is it. This is it. This is what. It, so at the beginning of your saga, you would be rescued by two revolutionary people within like this old oh, I'm regime. Annoyed. Yeah, and okay. um, you'd be kind of like you're. You'd be you. You're, you're this tall, fun person, but you're kind of clumsy. You do some dumb shit every once in a while. You're like you a big wrong. cat. You ain't wrong, right? Yeah. Oh, um, yeah. and then the, you know they would help overthrow small little militias here and there, and they would mm-hmm. introduce you to this up and coming diplomat. And this diplomat would later on seduce their way all the way up the the political channels. And then you would behind them do this weird fucking googly googly magic. And, um, you know, get them to the point where they are the chancellor of all political rule. Um, But it's all because of you. Hmm. Hmm. You became Jar Jar Binks in my story. I hate it. <laughs> I was gonna say, what's the plot it. of what, what's the uh, plot of you've got mail doing I, in this? I would, I think, if I were an evil villain, I would throw, I would do like 
evil deeds that end up not being evil and fail miserably so that it would become a social media phenomenon. And then I would start broadcasting kind of like um, Dr. Horrible sing-along blog. So I would yeah. fucking Dr. Horrible sing-along Blogging. blog. And like, yeah, I would yeah. vlog Are you like evil an evil plans. TikToker? Yeah, basically. <laughs> I, would have, I would have like an e- I would reveal my evil plans and then they would fall apart. And then slowly but surely... I would gain influence and then I would start cameo start cameoing in things and then I'd start all of a sudden start talking about political things and people would be like, huh, she's got some good points there. I'm just like surprised. And then all of a sudden I'll end up in government and then I'll be the world leader and then I get to decide what happens everywhere. So did you become The Rock or Arnold Schwarzenegger? Or right Ronald in Reagan? between. Both. <laughs> or either one. I'm both. I'm, or I'm, either one. I'm, I'm The Rock. Give or take. Which, or which is I'm it? Arnold Schwarzenegger. Or I'm somewhere in the middle. Who could say? Or right The Rock middle? Schwarzenegger. <laughs> Who knows? Or I'm neither. Who, or it's I'm all neither. of those and none of them. I could be Danny DeVito. Next question. She's Adrian turn. Brody and, and Predators. <laughs> yeah, next question. Next question comes from Moira. It's Moira. Mo- Moira. Moira. I can't even say Moira. it now because I said I used to say There's, it right. That's Overwatch. Moira. I used to say it right, and then ever since that time, you corrected me. I have no idea. More. It's Mora. Mora. If anything, Moira. it's Mora. Yeah, that's true. What's when the question? you listen to music, are you a throw on an album and let it play, cherry pick songs you only like, or curate your own playlists, resequence an album or discography, kind of person? Depends on the mood, baby. Yeah, I'd say so. All of the above. Um, I lean more towards playlists myself. I so you don't understand how uh, Harold and Kumar was very Im- impactful on my life because the moment where they're trying to play the the tape, and then Harold says the place the playlist or the the presets the presets, and then Kumar says your whole life is preset, and just like just play one thing. <laughs> yeah. So I'm very big. I well, on my phone I have like over a thousand songs. I songs shuffle go and I'm just like all day all the time because I'm always kind of looking for like chaotic I'm a little neutral, bit of like a, that's you huh you're the chaotic neutral yes a little bit I'm kind of looking for radio has been doing well for me I'm looking for sense. like that spontaneous inspiration junkie fix where it's like mm-hmm. I, I, oh my god I haven't heard this song in like years it's crazy let me go back into this thing and then I'll binge one song forever and then I'll like go back into the or every now and again play. if you're lucky there's the song I heard in the mall that one time, and I never could find it for the life of me 15 years ago. Let me God, quickly my get my Shazam to like. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, it's like I'll do Spotify, that. who is that? If I'm driving, it's a mix or a playlist. But if I'm at home and I'm either relaxing or I'm cleaning the house, it's, an, it's a full album. Yeah. I, w- I will on, say, I record. definitely gone on dates and I picked up girls and I'm like, this is the playlist. And it's never like AM, FM radio. It's always just like, this is the song that hopefully just chills the mood. Doesn't yeah. put like a lot of like pretense of like, hey, you know, there something like, has to happen. There is a I want to consume this artist versus I just want music to inspire me. But I do have yeah. a little bit of that separation. So I do te- like if I'm like, oh, I want to listen to Michelle Branch. I'll throw on like, you know, the spirit room or something. You know, mm-hmm. let's do the whole entire album. Yeah, I definitely have like a road trip playlist where I'm like, if I'm driving up to to Nor- NorCal Sacktown, I'll put in like yeah. one like on the road playlist. Like and always start songs that you want to hear. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Versus like, I just want to feel happy or whatever. And it's like, you put on the... Josh? Like, yeah. Josh? Um, I weigh heavily on... um, Yeah, I weigh on playlists. Oftentimes, it's usually artist-based playlists. So um, I've got like a full 
Jason Mraz like smart playlist that is just his music or anything that he's mm. been in. Um, and then like sometimes it'll be like sometimes Spotify has some really great like built playlists based on what I what I listen to. Um, sometimes it'll just be like a general thing where it's like classic rock from the year 1976 or something mm-hmm. like that, where it's like, it's just play me that. Um, but I, as I'm thinking about it, it is most of the time geared towards like artist centralized playlists. Every now and then I'll go, if there's like an album that I'm like, man, I really want to listen to that album back to front. Um, mm-hmm. I'll do that. But it's usually I like the, that with um, I like I like doing that. I've done that with KT Tunsil's music because she has such a crazy variety of like tones and messages throughout her music. It's interesting to see that range in yeah. like a shuffle format. You're like this is like almost like a few different artists together. Yeah. Hmm. Kaylin, for me, it's it Kaylin? is kind of mood based of of what I'm what I'm gonna listen to. Like sometimes it's a single artist. Because there's there's just something about like how I'm feeling at that time that they perfectly encapsulate. So I'll listen through like all of their albums for like a couple of days. Or um, sometimes I will go playlists, like Spotify playlists, like those pre-curated that they kind of encapsulate that certain feeling and I'll listen through that. Um, so I don't know. It's It's a mix. I'll either do like an entire album of one thing or... It's sort of a general feeling from multiple artists or, you know, it, it really kind of depends on the day of, of what the, the music du jour is. But that's cool. nice. Music nice. du jour. Mm-hmm. Music it's du the jour. Of the day. Uh, mm, last that sounds question. good. I think I'll have that. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, last question comes from Spencer13H. Shout out. Shout out. Uh, if you wanted someone to understand you as a person, but you could only explain it to them, from them, oh, from them, sorry, let me say that again. You could only explain it from them watching shows. What three shows would you have them watch? Their example was Mm -hmm. My Hero Academia. Deku is my close according to my wife. I just cry at everything and just want to make the world a better place. The Good Place just really is a show about learning and improving, and I love it. Avatar, The Last Airbender. This <clears> show <throat> taught me life lessons at a young age and is also great. It's tough. Um, it's very tough. Three. Three shows. Three. I can start. Okay. Go ahead. Do it. Yeah, please. I've got um, the first one I want to mention is How I Met Your Mother. Very important show to me. Um, and I think it. It does a really good job of like showing the passage of time and like don't let don't let life pass you by. Let us seize the moment stuff in there. Um, for you, I did a blue orchestra. Like, but yeah, <laughs> I feel you, bro. Uh, Dexter, mm-hmm. um, just because it just shows my I think it shows my affinity to such a well crafted and well told story. And I could say that about um, I could say that about Breaking Bad as well. But Dexter, just for me, I like I enjoy it a little bit more just because of the theme. Was really really digging into it, uh, and then uh, six feet under. It gets really deep. Very. Uh, yes. You're right. I, and <laughs> I also said how I met your mother before you started too. Did you say six feet under? I did. Josh, Josh said six feet under. Like, Josh, hold on. Ollie, don't take it offensively. We're just really good friends, and we know what to buy for you. <laughs> so, We've been, working, yeah. we been yeah. doing this for, for all days. three years. We know each other. <laughs> it's oh. just. 
yeah, it, it's it gets six feet under gets really dark and really it goes into some really like unbelievable places. And I'll never forget that show for how it impacted me. Nice. So and, and I, don't, I don't know if that's necessarily answering the question, but no, that's good. Sort of that, that answers the question. Yeah. Three shows that would define that if someone wanted to get to know you it does. And I we all know you. <laughs> Great. <laughs> Tom? Nothing uh, wrong with that. For me, um, off the bat has to be Dragon Ball Z. One, um, the show, you know, it's a power fantasy. It's one of the first animes I ever really got into. And as much as like one of the first ones is probably Pokemon and Digimon and stuff like that, Dragon Ball Z. Um, and I will say this, a lot of, you you could probably tell this in a lot of like brown, dark skin community, you know, members, like what it really made it for us is that like, there's a lot of characters in media that um, kind of just felt like things went according to their plan and they became these heroes where in Dragon Ball Z, it was this long formed story of like improvement through adversity. And um, that has always stuck with me is that like, no matter what, you will always beat whatever is against you as long as you work harder than everyone else did. And that was something that Michael no one Jordan. could take away from you. There was no like, you were born to do this, you were born to do that, or you put in these positions to do that. It's like, no, you took the scum of the scum of the scum and everyone just got better because they worked that hard and that dedication. So like that will always be that intrinsic part of me that I will never let go from that show. Um, it's interesting. I, I feel like a lot of these became animated for me, but I will, if I have to do one live action. You don't have to. I have That's to. The thing. It's the rule. There's no rules. It's just three Nuzlocke in my life. There's three shows. That's the only rule. Rule. You put this. This is your rule. Yeah, this is my own Nuzlocke, baby. I won't follow Um, it. Number two. um, Actually, I guess is a really recent one. um, But Watchmen, the show, Um, Mm. it is what I think how good filmmaking should be done. Um, And uh, yeah, there's there's nothing that's ever going to beat that. Hopefully something will, or else we'll fucking never have developed yeah. or gotten, develop, gotten better. Um, and number three, number three, um, it's kind of hard, and I have to think about it. I guess I don't know. Maybe possibly. You know, I would actually say it's not Vampire Diaries. It's the originals, mm. um, because that was the spinoff show that was based off of like they introduced characters in the season two. And what the show really was talking about is, you know, not none of this is a spoiler, but it discusses the original vampire family and in their universe and what cost it they are willing to pay in order to try to keep their family together. And um, they had, they, 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 their ongoing theme is whatever it takes, we will keep this family together. It's like, so they always end of a season like someone will get kidnapped, someone will die, and they're like, whatever, it, like through death, through life, nothing could break the bonds that we have. And it ends in such a way, and like, you would think like, oh, it's sexy, and blah, blah, and drama, but like, at the heart of the film, or the show, is like, this family, these children have been like, pretty much ravaged through time, and their parents put them in terrible places, but like, even when they hate each other, they know like, I can't go against you because I love you and you're my flesh and blood. And it's like, it's it, to me also, it's just a wonderfully well-paced show where it's like, I don't know how the fuck you do 26 episodes, one hour longs <laughs> in this way and not get bored, but somehow they, they do it. They like, <laughs> we're escalating this thing. We're escalating that. And I'm like, I don't know how they do this. I don't like, I didn't see that coming. So 
Nice. The, oh, but there's so many shows. But yeah, so Dragon Ball Z, Watchmen, mm. Originals. If you were to learn who I am, those would be the three. So many shows. Mm. Corey? Galen? Mm. Josh? Galen? Josh? Josh? Corey? Galen? Josh? Corey? <laughs> I said Corey I first. Josh. Not on my end. <laughs> oh well, my God. Um, so Kaylin. for me, I, I think the, the first show that comes to mind of just like, of what what warms my heart and makes me feel like I'm part of it is Midnight Diner Tokyo Stories. Mm. That I feel like um, it, it's the best example of like, this is what something is, but it's the meaning behind it that's more important. That's That's like, I feel such a resonance with that. Um, so I really love that one. Uh, Pop Team Epic is another one that I, it's, it's absurdist. It's like these two little high school um, children that are drawn, like one is like teeny tiny squat and the other one's like this long oval shape. Nice. And they like, they're, they're just absolutely insane and absurd and you have no idea what's coming at any given moment. Um, and I feel like so many absurd things have happened to me in my life that I'm just like, ah, okay, this is, this is, yes, this is like the equivalent of my life. Uh, and then I think a Gretzico would be oh. um, another one because of like the, the, nothing has felt more real for me. There was like a very specific line in there and I'm sure y'all are going to be like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, okay, Kaylin. Uh, because she has like, it's about like an office worker who holds everything in and like, she screams metal and that's like how she like does karaoke by herself and she like screams metal. And it's like this story arc of like how she learns how to have more outlets and open up and that kind of thing. Ah. And she has this moment with her boss where her boss is like, if, if you keep giving yourself away, like there's going to be nothing left. And mm. the, like the, the phrasing of it, I, I watched the, uh, um, the subversion, um, but it was, it's just, so good. So th- that would be it for me. Midnight Diner, Tokyo Stories, Agretzko, and Pop Team Epic. Nice. Um, for me, oh, if I can guess one for Corey. Scrubs. Yeah. yeah. Ah. Keep going. Uh, um, if Scrubs is one, mm-hmm. maybe Community? No. Oh. Um, no. I have a couple in my head that I'm like, ah, but I don't know. Like, I feel like I see your wife watch a lot of TV, but I don't, I have only heard you talk about certain TV shows. Scrubs is, I think, especially the first three to four seasons, uh, some of the best television ever made uh, as far Definitely as a, a dark a, horse pick for me. A, a, uh, comedy um, and I say dramedy. Um, mm-hmm. Then it would be Always Sunny <sighs> in Philadelphia. Mm. <laughs> I really look up to the guys who, created that Rob show um you know charlie mac and uh and uh dennis um and then uh this was tough this was a tough spot to fill this this third one because there's another comedy i have in mind um that i also put up there as some of the best tv the first three seasons as some of the best tv ever made um but to get my serious side i gotta go with peaky blinders Oh yeah, Ooh. fuck! I feel like we should do a marriage game, all of us. <laughs> yeah. Just like trying to guess yeah. each other's. Stuff. That was tough. It was tough to. There's a show that I is really near and dear to me that 
didn't make the list. But there, there's okay. a show I, I've wanted to mention that was like the first two seasons were like that is me, and then after yeah. that I'm like ah, it kind of just whatever's. <laughs> Josh, I think you can figure it out from the hints I dropped. Um. Yeah, this is a really because I I realized when I read the question I was like, damn, I've watched a lot of TV, and there's been a lot of shows that I've really mm-hmm. liked. Um, I mean, Dexter is definitely, definitely <laughs> on there. Um, mm-hmm. Is one that I. Yeah, it's a good story, and I enjoy I just watching realized it that neither times. of you were talking about Dexter's Laboratory. Mm-hmm. Just no, now. we're talking no. about the so- the sociopathic killer. Yeah. Got it. Okay, I'm which mm-hmm. in a weird way I super like. You know, you know, like it sounds so edge lordy bullshit posery, but like, like yo, I identify with him. The way that they they talked about him, like I was like, I get that. No, it's yeah, that, it's the humor Surprise. that is on top of it. I actually sometimes when I call something inside of me, I call it my dark passenger. Um, yeah. mm-hmm. oh. And then uh, Monty Python's Flying Circus uh, so, yep. to yeah. get yep. my sense of humor. And man, it's a lot of really good. Great British so Bake Off. It's between like Californication, <laughs> oh. Deadwood. Oh, that we could just good. start naming no. them. No, just one. Josh. I just, I'm, I, I don't know. It's a sneaky way to get in some extra votes. I don't know. I don't have an answer yeah. for this. I mean, so I I'll couldn't just, say Arrested Development, so. That's true. Um, I'll say Californication. There's, okay. a, there's a darkness. To it, um, but there's also a, there's also a, a sexiness to it. to it through every episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I'll say that. One. Yeah, I really, oh, yeah. for some reason, really identified with uh, the heart wants what the heart wants. Josh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> now we all know that's how what we would choose if we were to explain like who this person is. Is that 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 that? Yeah, interesting. Very awesome. Interesting. Well, if I was explaining it in TV terms, <laughs> in that natural dialogue, have you met Tom? Um, huh? So, yeah, that has been the Nerd On Update. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Thank you to those that sent in questions. Again, do remember, please submit your questions. Questions at nerdon.tv, nerdon.io backslash questions, any of our social media, the Discord, so many things. Do remember that our show will be Tuesday next week, moving forward. New date. Mm-hmm. Same great show. Who New world. New date. Good Same stuff. World. Uh, do stop by, rate and review us wherever you listen. If you're new to NerdOn, check out our website, nerdon.tv. But uh, yeah, that is it. You know the drill. As always, NerdOn. Nerd on.